We did, we did have a sleepover once. We did? As we, in the three of us that lived there slept in sleeping bags <laughs> on the floor. So, like, uh, there's three doors, mm. and two next to each other, and there's one there. It's like an L-shape. And we all slept in our doorways in sleeping bags, listening to War of the Worlds. Yep. Wow. Wow. Okay. We were adults. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. We had jobs and stuff. <laughs> Hello and welcome back to the Too Much Time On Our Hands podcast. Right, now we're going to get into it. If you haven't played uh, the fantastic game from Play Dead Inside, stop listening now, go and play it for starters. It's available on PS4 and Xbox One um, and you won't regret it. But we're going to be talking about Inside, we're going to be talking about how much we love the game, which I think is a lot for everyone around the table. I forgot to mention, Russ is back with us again. What's up? There you go. Uh, It's me and it's Tom. Uh, Other than that, hey. Yep, yep. Still here. <laughs> um, and yeah, we're going to talk about inside. We're going to talk about theories. We're going to talk spoilers, I think, as well. And we'll just talk about how much we love the game. Yeah, in excruciating, so. filthy, spoilery detail. Oh, yeah. So stop listening now if you haven't played the game or if you don't want it spoiled. At periodic moments, we will remind you at probably 15 minute intervals. You should not be listening. You should not be listening to if this you if you haven't played the game because it will ruin a lot of it. However, if you're one of these people who doesn't really want to play it. Yeah, listen away. This might compel you to watch it. Mm. Yeah. Or bore you shitless. Yeah. yeah. And you'll go back to Call of Duty or whatever else you play <laughs> at the time and you'll be happy. Yeah. In your... Not actually engaging your brain. Absolutely, in that bubble. i tell you what, why don't you fuck off Big Bang to Big Bang Theory then? That's what I think we're all trying to say, right? Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. yeah. Go on, do one. Yeah. Uh, right, so let's get into it. Sorry, I keep nudging the table. It's fine. Sorry. Oh. <laughs> where, 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 where do we want to start with this then? Oh, it's a good one actually. Oh, we should have thought of some narrative structure. <laughs> yeah, I've written some notes. <laughs> Tell you what, um, potentially the a good place to start might be. Let's go round the table with the first moment in the game where you realised you were playing something a little bit special. Russ. Okay. I'll hit you with this rhythm stick. It's it pretty much right at the start, actually. Really? Yeah. The fir- the the sort of the initial escape sequence that you're thrown into that kind of, you know, you, you start, you get a chance to experiment with the controls a bit, find out what jump is and all that sort of stuff. But then very quickly you're into that sort of horrible pursuit, creepy bit through the forest and going through the checkpoints and everything. And it, the way it builds training you what to do mm. and the the way you have to react to things is absolutely phenomenal the, the, I think the bit that really got me was when the uh, I think there's a, like a van going past and it's headlights are just sweeping behind you just agonisingly close to you yeah. and you drop down a little mm. a little cliff and you can just tuck in and although there's no control for it the character just the animation just completely seamlessly sort of pulls his legs in and tucks mm. his head to the side and the the headlight sweep past, and you can you can carry on. It's so well done. Yeah. The blending of the scripted animation and the control, yeah. and you never you never sort of get away from something that is chasing you or, or you're trying to achieve, and think, yeah, bossed it. That was fine. Mm. You are 
always yeah. just managing to escape or to catch something by the skin of your teeth. teeth. Isn't it? Yeah. It, you never, you can't relax for a second until you die. And yeah, you can relax. <laughs> I, I, don't, I really agree with you. I, 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 the way it starts when you hear the kind of rustling of twigs, and then suddenly out of nowhere, the boy falls hmm. down that slope. Boom, 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 boom. And that's it. Suddenly, boom, you, you're in control. It's absolutely superb. But the moment for me that suddenly made me sit back and think, I'm playing something a little bit different here, was just after that, when he crosses that road and he's into that kind of farm mm. background. And I don't know why, but there's just this moment, even though you're in amongst these buildings and it all feels quite busy and there's a lot going on, um, I mean, a lot going on visually. I think I think that was the bit where I suddenly kind of went, mm, "This is there's mm. there's something new about this." And I think you know, being a fan of Limbo with the whole black and white and everything kind of being quite similar all across, apart from obviously the the people and things that you don't or do encounter in that game. The the moment when you when you go up to the farm and the pig bursts out, and you can see that little white mm. worm on its head. And you saw, and I, I mean, that was the bit for me. I was like, ah, oh, okay. <laughs> yeah. So it's sort of set in the same universe, and um, I don't know. That just that was the bit that just got me. I, I think being a fan of Limbo was just like, oh, okay, this this is all kind of linked somehow. And I thought this is the start of something bigger. They both start so similarly as well. Yeah, well, the, the very start. But then there's solitude. For me, it's the bit it, it, almost a fraction of a second after. When, where you just described, where you've got the, the the rats on the floor, and you've got to try and fire them through the thing to knock the. <laughs> they're, the they're adorable ducklings. They're chicks. Yeah, the, they're oh, are they chicks or something? Yeah. Oh, okay, fine. They're bright um, yellow. Yeah. <laughs> and it's, I was just playing through it, and without any instructions, I knew exactly what I needed to do. Mm-hmm. It's so weird. It's so intuitive. So, you walk back and you lift the bar off the off the door mm. and then the door opens and they walk in and I did it first time without playing around with any buttons I didn't just jump at the door at all yeah. I just knew exactly what I needed to do and push up on the, the stick and just smoothly he lifts the bar drops it the door opens they come running through and it's just it just felt so natural just playing the game just felt really really natural like you never left wondering what it is you should be doing but at the same time it's still quite challenging but that is yeah. probably for me the entire point of the game yes mm-hmm. 100%, why yeah. it's so charming is well not so charming why it's so compelling and why is that you always know exactly what you're supposed to be doing as a gamer mm. but that character that you're playing you never really know what he's yeah. meant to be doing mm. you don't know why he's doing this because as you play through the game, and I'm probably going to be the this is probably the, the biggest spoiler of it. You think you're running away from something. Mm. You feel like everything you see through the game up to a certain point makes you feel like there are horrible experiments being carried out on people, and that you might be a test subject that's escaped somehow. Mm. But there comes a point in that in the game where you suddenly realise that you're not running away mm. from the test facility. You're actually running to the test facility. Mm. And you find yourself inside a test facility, being drawn 
to something in the test facility, and it, you, I mean, you, it's one of those things where, like, like I said, that for me is the whole dichotomy of it is that you know as a gamer what you're supposed to be doing. You're, you're playing the game and you're moving the guy forward mm. and forward and forward, always from left to right, and yet you have no idea what what's going on because mm. your your expectations of what happens through this game change at every moment because the further you get along, the more you realise that it's, you're not running away from anything. You're being pulled. You're being called and manipulated towards something. Yeah. Fantastic. But you still don't have any idea of the motivation mm. or the, you know, are you, is, is the character in control of what they're doing? Yeah. Do they have free will? It's deep, man. It is deep. It is deep. I mean, the... Um, it's it's very strange. There are some really good moments in as well. I mean, might, I mean potentially going straight to the end mm. and, and talking about that might not might be a bit of a disservice. But there are some really good moments in that game as well. Mm. Some really good bits that I remember as real standout, uh, real standout areas. The underwater scenes for me personally mm. are excellent. From the first time you hijack that dude's bathosphere and disappear underwater. And it all goes very scary, and suddenly it zooms so far out. Yeah, and the get... scale just mm. changes because yeah. you've only really gone like a mile or so mm. up yeah. to that point, and then suddenly, it, like you become like the bathroom is only a couple of pixels wide yeah. at one point. It just sort of takes on, and then the structures that you're moving through, yeah, everything suddenly becomes colossal. And you you do find yourself questioning, what the fuck is this place? Yeah. Like, where am I? I mean, especially later on when you get into another bathosphere. Um, and you do a lot of swimming, actually. There's a lot of swimming, very yeah. scary swimming as well. Mm. Um, is it limbo? Yeah. You just drown as soon as you yeah, get water. Absolutely. Limbo, so. And there's a lot of swimming that goes on. And there are, you know, there, like you said, there, there are things going on in the background. There are there are spires. There are entire sort of what look like skyscraper-style staircases mm. just, you know, in the water behind you. And, th- and you just got to, you do find something, what the hell, where am I? I mean... Mm. This this place is a colossal structure, yeah. and there is there are fathoms of water below that you know that you just have no idea where it's going or what's happening or where you're going, and mm. oh, it's just it's mental. But it does make you feel like maybe he doesn't your character doesn't have free will mm. because the structures are so large, and the routes that you take seemingly so impossible that how could this boy know to go there without being guided or pulled or being told by some way to go there because mm. everywhere he goes seems to be very sort of lucky like through a trapdoor whoa that yeah. one's lucky you know and in, through... in a world where mind control mm. is clearly something that is being experimented with or worked on is is something that happens yeah so I love those bits we put the the hat on, and yeah. you're controlling the, the workforce or the, or the yes. people. You assume that it's just experiment subjects, probably. Yeah. And th- there's one, isn't there, where you control this one subject and you get him to put one of the hats on, and then he's controlling it, and it makes you think that, yeah, you're probably being controlled by someone else. Being, or you are the person that's, that's controlling him towards the what's the end goal, I suppose. That's, I think, the moment that mm. the game kind of blows that secret I think yeah. is that as soon as you realise that mind control can, uh, someone being mind controlled is mind controlling is being mind controlled mm. by someone else the box is stacked in boxes mm. you suddenly realise that potentially you're stacked in a box yes mm. yeah 
Yeah. Oh, it's just oh, it's so good. I love um, the 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 one bit. I, I think I described this on a pod earlier on, where you're taught that these boxes are, are useful, the ones that kind of like fly up in the air. So when oh, yeah. when it's the end, and I'm, with, this is spoilers, right? So it doesn't matter. Spoilers. If you listen to this, stop listening. Um, when you're the giant blob at the end, yes, and the guy throws down a box and it kind of bounces up. And I think, and you go, you go to reach it, and then the floor falls away. Yeah. Because you've been taught that the box is useful, so you go to reach the box. And I don't know how I'm going to get out of here, but the box is involved in me getting out of here. So yeah. as soon as you jump up to reach the, to go for the box, the floor gives way and you fall down. Genius, just like <laughs> it's just it's a trick. Yes, it's just, it's just yeah. a trick. Yeah. And what you what you fall onto is a tiny model of everything yes. you've gone through to that point. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's right. Whole, it is. From the the farm and the the dam at the beginning. It's but all, it's but as it's also in that model. This is one of those like Inception things. Mm. Like also in that model is a ray of sunshine hitting the bank where the blob finally comes to rest. Mm. That ray of sunshine is there mm. on that model as well, which makes me think that it's it's a it's all part of the plan. Is that potentially it's a that that blob is some sort of intelligence or group, like kind of hive mind sort of thing that they've been experimenting on, and they, and this whole thing, the reason why none of the people seem to react to the boy when they're all staring in at the mm. blob, maybe they're there, you know, as part of the test, maybe they're meant to be sort of drawing attention to it so that the boy knows to get in, but then again, mm. if there's no free will, you know what I mean? It's a mm. real head fuck, it's a real strange thing. If if the blob is always meant to end up where it ends up, then who's really playing who? Mm. You know, are yeah. we playing the game or is the game playing us? Oh, I can't remember. Does it do the same thing as Limbo, where you just start again? Where you back at the start? But that's it but just that, ends, doesn't it? It just, it just stops yeah. Yeah. for like a, a long time. Yeah, just nothing happens, mm. and then the titles go. Just that blob line there. No, I don't think dead. I think it's still alive. It's like sort of slightly moving, isn't it? Yeah, there's, there's a few mm. limbs kind of... I mean, that was the funny thing, was the, <laughs> hearing the crunts and things when you were at the block. Like, <laughs> stretches <laughs> up. Yeah, muffled. Oh, a bit grim, but yeah. quite, quite funny. Yeah. Um, Limbo, though, ended in the way that that game, that it should, I think. Yeah, because it just goes back to the start. It just you smash yeah. through and it yeah. all goes slow-mo and you land back... At the start of the game. With the ladder, yeah. yeah. Although, interestingly, people say that they're... Well, they don't say it's quite obvious. There are two... The, the ending scene where you, you come across your sister mm. is also the title screen. Mm. But in the title screen, the ladder's destroyed and there are just two piles of what yeah. like dead bodies mm. with flies. I think that's once you've completed it once, when you go back to the title screen. Is it? There's the two graves. Is it? Oh, uh, yeah. I think. Signifying that potentially they're both dead and... Yeah, he's just replaying some sort of hellish journey over and over and over. Anyway, that's limbo. Yeah, it's it not inside. No, but the, it shows something about the company that how much thought and effort goes into a lot of these games. Yeah. The fact that we can probably string together a good hour talking about inside here, just talking about a game that we don't really understand what's happening. Yeah, I don't. You're not meant to understand. Exactly, that. that's the great thing. Like, yeah. there is no right answer no. to any of the interpret and there's some, some amazing interpretations of what the game represents and there's no nobody's going to go yep that one's right because mm. it's whatever you think it is 
So I've heard a few. I mean, I heard the, the, the one I've heard the most is probably that it's a dream. The whole thing's a dream. So it starts relatively normal. And it's just a dream where he's running away. That's, too, that's, that's like Reddit 101. That's too yeah, obvious. That is, yes. It's a dream. And it just gets weirder and weirder as it goes on, yeah. which, it, which is what the game does. But down to the bit where you think you fucked up when you're in the water. And then the mermaid gets you and you realise you're not dying. Mm. And you realise that this is just the next part of the game as well. Mm. And then... Mermaid. Yeah, that's an interesting yeah, one. The, yeah. Hellish water demon. Yeah. Siren. Absolutely fucking terrifying. Siren, I think. Yeah. With the, when she's just out in the window. Yeah. And you spend a good 15 minutes going, there's got to be some other way. <laughs> yeah. You don't have to get into that water. And then you, and then you go in. Yeah. And it's like, oh fuck, <laughs> it's right there, and it doesn't come after you mm. until you start moving away, yeah. and then suddenly you see it shed its mask, and it, you know, the, mm. the, the all the it's kind of just standing, it's like mm. lying in the water, suspended, isn't it? Yeah. Just kind mm. of, yeah, not doing anything. Trick, trickery. It was a trick by. Um, yeah, those those were one of my favourite bits. I mean. To be honest, I didn't really quite get when I first encountered the mermaid when you're in the bathosphere. Mm. I didn't quite get what I was meant to do. Yeah. Um, I did not quite get that um, if you shone the light on it, it stopped and, and sort of swam back. So it would mm. give you a bit of time to kind of do something before it would get to you and try mm. and sh- smash its way through the through the glass window. Um, but interestingly, there's been a lot of speculation about, about the siren monster itself mm. that in fact, the one that you meet earlier on and the one that you meet later on are the same siren, yeah. um, and that that they are they know what's going on and what's at stake, and that they're they're trying to kill you so that they can attach one of those glowing things to yeah. you to give you the ability to breathe underwater, knowing that that's the only way you're going to make it to the um, you know to the to the next bit and through the uh, through the underwater passages. Which again adds a bit more intent to it that mm. that thing's not trying to kill you. So it's a, you know a misunderstanding more than anything mm. else. Like it's not actually trying to kill me. It's trying to help me, but mm. but it yeah yeah gets it wrong yeah, yeah. until that last bit where yeah. it pulls and that's it. You don't see it again after that. No, it's true. But I suppose it yeah. removes the threat the threat from it, don't you? Because you. you... Well, just from yeah. from like a gameplay point of view as well. That's something they're so good at. They they'll sort of introduce something teach you how to use it and what it does mm. put a twist on it and then that's it you won't you won't see it again it's something it's something new yeah. you don't get the same traps and puzzles and things repeated all the way through the game but it's like in limbo with the spider the spider's only there for the first third of the game pretty much yeah. and yet it's probably one of the most iconic things yeah. about limbo that, that being relentlessly chased by that horrible thing yeah and that's the thing i mean you know some of the reviews did level that criticism at uh, inside. Mm. They did say um, that it reuses a lot of the same sort of ideas, but at the same time, I don't necessarily know whether that's criticism that you can level at a company that I played it. They're two games in, mm. and they are very good at a specific type of game. Yeah. And yeah, it's, it's like five people. Yeah, you know, they're, they're really they're good ideas. There's nothing yeah. wrong with reusing something that that works, and they're using it in a new way. And the two games are very different as well. I think Inside is actually more... Also very similar, but they're very different. Yes. Inside might be more accessible than Limbo, potentially. Potentially, but maybe because 
in terms of gameplay, in terms of storyline, maybe people not, might look yeah. at Limbo and go, "Oh, that's a bit avant-garde mm. for me." But then they might look at Inside and go, "Oh, I, you know, I can see some color and you know." Um, but it, even with the color, it's still quite drab, isn't it? It's, it's not. There's only really color in the yeah. first level. Yes. Yeah. As soon as, once you're past the farm, everything apart from your jumper is yeah. pretty much monochrome anyway. Yeah. But it works. It's it's a complete. Exercise in minimalism done well. The the visuals, the sound is perfectly. Yeah. That city is that's the city level mm. where you end up having to join the uh, line oh, the parade of parade of yes uh, people. Oh, mind control yeah. people and you have to mimic their movements so you don't get uh, found out until eventually you do get oh, found out. Spiked with that horrendous yeah. coil thing. <laughs> yeah. yeah, and then dragged back. Oh. Um, I mean. That was that was a phenomenal bit. Yes. But the city itself was incredible, and, and the city's population, which looks to be a very small population. Yeah. Mm. Maybe there's a, there, I mean there are families. There are quite obviously yeah. families watching this parade of people walking past. There's a woman uh, holding a baby mm. with um, with with other bit you know with other people around them. Um, you know it, it, what has happened? What what's happened in this city that's caused the population to to do these experiments or are they the last survivors of some horrendous thing and they're mm. cloning people or who knows I assumed it was a big you know how you get big chemical companies or mm. big uh, pharmaceutical companies that move into smaller towns and I assumed mind they, control the population yeah, yeah that kind of thing I assumed that like it was a big company big it's kind of like an umbrella corporation sort of thing yeah moved into a small village and most of the workforce in but it's village. not small it's colossal yeah it's pretty it's big it's ginormous yeah. I mean it's it's a huge it's almost global it's like it's like a, it feels like a continent at mm. times you know you see everything stretching out into the distance and well, I, was, I was wondering so the underwater bit I was wondering if it's, is this some sort of has there been some sort of near apocalyptic event maybe connected to the experiments with gravity control that people are obviously doing that's ravaged civilization and then what you what you go through at the start is mm. the sort of the the rebuilding on the on top of the ruins of everything else which is where you you funnel down into oh, yeah. that's Possibly. a really interesting point of view also what's with all the pods in the forests yeah, there's no mm. explanation for that, is there? Because the, the pods are where the mind control people come from. Mm. Yeah, they've been like dropped there, or. But then they're, they're sort of shown to be like a. They're just a commodity. There's that bit where. Mm. Sort of the warehouse, and a guy's just racking up a forklift with a, a crate of people. Mm. Just sort of slots it into place. So maybe that's just like a, a delivery system. But, it's, but the door is opened by a bloke and his son. There's a boy, isn't there? They, like, there's a, yeah, there's like a father and son, kid to work kind of like sh- you know, shutting the door together. And he look, even looks down, and that's actually in the bit where there's all that water, you know, sort of above you, above mm. you, with the people suspended on tubes in it, mm. um, which I mean is, is is awesome. Like you said, there are gravity experiments going on as well because there's all the water shifting around, and you swim through it, and then you push it down so that you mm. can bring crates up and. Yeah, mental. I assume it's, it's probably a trying to play God, and you know that's, that's always <laughs> works out. Always works out really well. well. I assume it's <laughs> potentially weapons manufacturers, because. But what else? They see the, the the people don't seem to be capable of any higher thought function than what they're being told to do, mm-hmm. you know, or thought to do. But maybe there has been this big 
global catastrophe that's left people desperately needing food, money, just yeah. anything, and maybe they're just willing to put their lives at risk working for this company just because it means they can put food on the table for their family. Oh, you mean like it is well, what it can, is? You can sell yourself into being a yeah, a, an avatar. Potentially, yeah. And then, I mean, it, that would explain the bit with the giant booms when you're crossing the bridge and then does you hear hit by the... Oh, like it's some sort of weapon so, like a, yeah, test or something? Like almost like a, like a sonic weapon, almost. Well, there is some credence to that, actually, because, of course, when you... When you get past the kind of rotatey bit, that yeah. is when the brilliant music starts. Yeah. Um, you you go through into that. Uh, you go. I think you go down, don't you? In through mm. the trapdoor. Yeah. And you end up in that square chamber where you pull the lever and the the windows open and you stand behind the barrier that you can move. Yeah. But there's loads of crash test dummies. Well, at least you, I hope they're crash yes. test dummies. Yeah, and they're yeah. not just these people you know the people dressed up in kind of crash test uniforms um and there's obviously something yeah. going on there maybe it is what potential but maybe you know the other th- the other theory was potentially it's some sort of security system yeah that uh, is protecting the blob and the research facility that that's in mm. on the other side but if that's the case there's an awful lot of underwater and stuff like that mm. in between. So maybe maybe you're right. Maybe it is weapons for testing rather than a protective, you know, area. Yeah, I mean, then you've got potentially living weapons as well with the sirens or mermaids or whatever you want to describe them as. Yeah, maybe they're experiments of some yeah. sort as well. All that, all that, the sort of the corporation bit mm. towards the end, the offices, that's... Although they look like you've got sort of nice little boardrooms and meetings and things like that, mm. it's all built inside and on top of completely ruined structures. It doesn't yeah. look like it was built for their purposes. No. They're sort of on top of something that was mm. destroyed a long time ago. Yeah. So they're sort of so it might be that everything down there isn't completely under under the control of whoever the hell the suit people are. Yeah. Potentially, yeah. Mm. So they're just trying to regain control potentially I suppose but while you walk towards the big chamber with the blob in it Mm. there are two or three big glass cells behind you in the background and each one has a figure in it has a person in Mm. it like um, either smacking their head against the window or one of them walking in weird the weird jerky way that they do so there's obviously something else going on in there. So potentially failed experiments. Potentially failed experiments yeah. or potentially people bidding on... I don't know, maybe they're bidding, maybe they're auctioning them off mm. or... Who knows? Could be, because then that would explain all the people looking into the giant blobs. Yeah. So. Or they're like there for the demonstration or something. Yeah, potentially. Yeah, maybe. But no one stops the boy. No one even attempts to stop the boy from getting into the chamber. Yeah, so I got the impression by that point it's like whatever was going on was just too important to mm. bother mm. with some kid there. Yeah. And you did see that kid earlier, so maybe they're just like, oh, it's Bob's son. That's true. Yeah. That's a very good point, actually. Yeah. Maybe they were scared as well. So, like, after that, it does feel like they just want rid of you, that you've, you're just trouble at that point, and just, just 
just get out. We don't we don't want you here. Mm. So either they're helping you along for their own purposes, or they're helping you along because you're you're just, just going to cause trouble. Yeah, that that I've got that feeling because you do get helped along after that mm. after you become part of the blob, which is weird to say when you're talking quite seriously about a, a video game. But you kind you of do, just don't get you? In fact, the like said, they blob. they throw that box at you. Yeah. Uh, yeah. So they're either helping you or they just want rid of you. Yes. A guy sort of explicitly unlocks a door or something. Exactly. So yeah. you can get get past. Yeah. He does actually, doesn't yeah. he? But you, he you have just like slaughtered fifty of his co-workers. Exactly, so yeah. Could just be Yes, but often by landing on them. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> There's that awesome pizza left on the floor, isn't it, after you land <laughs> So the guy you burst into his office and it sort of just goes and then you <laughs> yeah. smash him up with it. <laughs> Yeah, no, it's it's just so much you can go into about this game. So, what are some of the like weirder theories that you've seen for it? I don't know. I don't really think. I think we've discussed some pretty weird ones. Has anyone seen anything really weird? I haven't seen anything particularly weird. I think the one that sticks in my head the most is what I kind of touched on earlier with that map. I mean, you you are absolutely Mm. right. Everything you done up to that point is on that map that you as the blob mm. smash onto yeah. including the ray of where sunshine go. where you're going to go and the weirdest thing is that the whole thing is a test mm. that there's nothing there but of course the secret ending should you find enough of those kind of intelligence spheres the yeah. hubs um, they once you get enough of them they open up once you restart the game a new area. And do you know? I know you. I, I know, like, what happens. Yeah. yeah. But so, as, as you walk through the cornfield, there's a moment where you walk through a cornfield. Mm. Yeah. There is actually a secret hidden trapdoor that appears after you found all of these things. And you open up the trapdoor, in you go, and you find a uh, sort of control panel and everything with one of the glowing. Orbs on it with the you know the things that you like the mm. you know, so there's helmets you put on to do the mind control. You've got the glowing connector on top. There's a glowing mm. connector plugged into this console, and you as the boy pull the glowing orb away. And as you pull the glowing orb away from the console, the boy drops, stops moving, and goes limp like one of the um, avatar bodies, and that's it. So it's. Yeah. It's almost an explicit. He's being controlled, mm. yeah, but yet you still don't know by exactly. But you don't know by who, and now he is just another lifeless. It's just another lifeless entity. Mm. I found some pretty weird ones here. So the game is an allegory for a, allegory of a human body. You're playing yeah. inside a body as a red blood cell. Eventually, the boy sheds his red coat and becomes a white blood cell and removes the blood, which symbolises a tumour. The tumour is then extracted from the body and dies outside its host. That, that does make a lot of sense, actually. Mm. Sort of a, How so? So, the, so what, the blob is the tumour? Yeah. Well, as a metaphor for... So, you know, you, you are initially... It's, it, you're searching for this tumour, and then when it's located, it's extracted, which is a, a violent, painful, dangerous process. And eventually it's it's got rid of and ejected and it sort of dies, I suppose, mm. outside the outside of its host environment. With loads of people kind of studying it potentially as well. Mm-hmm. 
Well, yeah, potentially it's a cancer-ridden body. The, mm. the it almost looks like a battleground. Yeah. Um, the last vestiges of life holding on to what they can. You've got the the dying and the rebirth part yeah. as well. Maybe even looking at you just making you stronger, pretty much. Yeah. So it's there's another one here. Games an allegory for fertilization. The player is a sperm cell that fertilizes the egg, which is the blob. Once fertilized, the embryo that makes its final trek to the uterus and attaches itself. That is why you cannot move the blob at the end. You have reached your destination to grow into a fetus. Oh, so we're in the uterus and... Yeah. Interesting. That is an interesting one. Mm -hmm. Hmm. I I think I remember from the sex education videos at school the bit where loads of amorphous bodies (laughs) melded into one and run around going... (laughs) That's true, I remember. There was a video, I think. Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) Uh, it could be something to do with sort of the wealth gap and the difference between, you know, you start off in a sort of fairly agricultural mm. environment, all of the controlled avatar types, they all look like they're dressed as sort of fairly blue collar workery types or wearing like hard hats and dungarees and things, whereas the people auctioning off human beings are all in the suits and mm. as you move through into that it gets more sort of corporate and more businessy. It's almost yeah. like well, the, the, the people harvesting the bodies almost have kind of um, stereotypical farmer dress like the flat caps mm. and the and the tweed suits and they're almost like landed gentry actually. Aren't well, they? Sort of like gamekeeper types. Yeah, yeah, you know what I mean? Um, almost like uh, Ralph and Ted. <laughs> so they're just sort of like looking after the crop or something. Yeah. Yeah. And the people in the in the suits and stuff in the research facility are potentially um, kind of getting close to the inner circle of whatever remains. Maybe mm. got another couple here. Yeah, go on, Henry. Oh, this is good. I, I enjoy this. Some of the you find an allegory for anything. Really. Uh, my theory is that everything is an experiment to make the strongest blob. Humans need it. To, <laughs> humans need it to control the zombies around the world. Uh, so need your. Uh, so the sequel is going to yeah. be an all-out action-packed blob versus zombie. <laughs> okay, so humans need it to. Con- this is badly written. Humans need it to A control. Badly worded post on Reddit. I know, right? <laughs> uh, humans need it to control the zombies around the world. It's it's so needy, I suppose. Your mind. Oh, no, hang on. Basically, they need the big blob to control zombies. And the, the, no zomb- where are the zombies? They're the human workers. Human zombies, super resistant, able to survive in the wasteland. If you notice how the boy realizes that he knows what to do and where to go, he wants to get there, no doubt. And the secret ending shows that he's, he was being controlled. For several parts, you realize that it's being tested and analyzed. He also realizes that he. Well, I'm not reading any more of this. I don't, I don't think they're <laughs> zombies. No. And they don't seem to, like, when they're not being actively used, they just hibernate. Yeah. They seem, they seem to be people that have had their, had their brains hollowed out or something. Yeah, yeah, definitely. Just, they, they're either dormant or being given active instruction. Yeah, I mean, they are, they are effectively like an inactive terminal, just mm, waiting yeah. to have input. Input! Um, and then when they do, they react. Other than that, they're, but there are some that kind of just... There are some that twitch and move and, mm. you know, when they aren't being given instructions. The funny thing is the ones, is that 
even when you're wearing one of those hats, when one breaks off, you can just run around and they all follow you, just kind of gaily. So mm. there's no, so there's no connectivity, unless it's wireless connectivity. It could be. I mean, if they've invented mind control, I think we have to give them Wi-Fi. <laughs> yeah, but yes, but but biological Wi-Fi. Mm. Although I was wondering if the the controlled ones are even alive. Sometimes, like the the bit where you've got the sort of the big lift and mm. you've got to get like was it twenty of them onto the pressure plate at yeah. once? Yeah. One of them sort of falls down a long way, his arm fell off and it's just twitching around. Yeah. And I'm fairly sure that in my group there's one that didn't have a head but was still walking around. Really? So are these like reanimated corpses or Potentially. Is whatever's done to I've them gotta, I've gotta have a look taken at that away? One. I've got to have a look at It was about one. three in the morning and I'd started to hallucinate, so it might be in my mind. <laughs> no head! No head! <laughs> so someone brings up an interesting point about the sonic blasts. Uh, they're regular, rhythmic, uh, and in the area where you encounter them, there's an entire framework of tools used to protect people from them, as well as a crash test dummy room that you open with open when you pull the lever. My impression is that the sonic blast concussion blasts are just yet another experiment that the corporation is experimenting with. Could it be that they are experimenting with ways to protect people as well from like some big weapon potentially that they are figuring out that that's why you've got the shielding and, and they want to figure out how they can protect people from whatever this big weapon is or maybe a big catastrophic event that's caused these blasts basically rather than trying to figure out if it'll kill people. They, you've got shielding throughout the whole level they're That's trying to protect, seeing, seeing if it can protect people instead. Mm. Interesting. Yeah. Yes. So there's a couple of other ones here. Well, that was fucking weird. That's a good start. Do we think that Limbo and Inside are in the same... I mean, there's obviously mind control in both. There's gravity manipulation... Is there some sort of link between there the two is, worlds? There is, there is a there is a categoric link. Mm. Yeah. The white slugs that plop onto the boy in Limbo's head are present in inside. At the beginning on the farm, the pig you encounter that tries yeah. to kill you has one of those white mind control worms, magnet things, on its head. And yeah. you knock it off. And then I think you use its corpse as a way of jumping up onto a chain. It's not even a court, it's just a docile pig. It's a docile you pig at that point. Prod it into the right place. You pull its tail off uh, to start with, and then you know you try to drag it, and its tail come off, and then you end up pulling it manfully. I mean, yeah, but yeah, I think I think that is it, and that's the first thing. So maybe those slugs feature in, maybe those slugs feature in the mind control devices that are littered. Yeah, or maybe like you know, this if this is the. If this is a world where those things have evolved, mm. it could be that the, you know, most pharmaceutical and medical technological advances come from nature in some way. Yeah. Normally, plants or sort of exotic molecules in mm. animals, venom and things like that. So if there's a, a creature that's evolved that has mind control capabilities, that could be where they got the the technology from. Like yeah, that's from true. Them. So, yeah, so I think they are in the same universe. But I think limbo, I think limbo is a dream, is a metaphysical kind mm. of yeah. It's a dream or adventure, a, an afterlife state or something. Isn't yeah. It? Whereas um, yeah, whereas inside is certainly certainly feels more real. Yeah, it feels like it's actually in the universe that it's in. Mm. It is actually 
happening. Yeah. Whereas Limbo could be. It almost certainly isn't. The actually city happening. areas in Limbo, where you go into the sort of more urban s landscape with like the light up signs and the buildings mm-hmm. and things like that, there, there's quite a lot of similarities between how those buildings look in Limbo and how the buildings in the city in Inside looks. They're the same angles, the same light up signs and things like that. You know, kind yeah. of a ruined, dishevelled city. Um, so yeah, I think there's a lot of. I think that I think they are intentional. I, I wouldn't imagine that a company like Playdead would kind of do that and not mean it to look similar. Yeah, yeah. Everything in it feels very yeah. intentional. They've yeah. just gone now. Oh, let's reuse the assets from the last game. Yeah, slap a bit of color. On. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Mm, this is making red. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> black and white. Just, but red. No one will notice. Just no, that about the same game. Schindler's List. Work really well yeah. in Schindler's List to do that. Yeah. <laughs> You found another weird one? Yeah, I found the religious one. Yes! <laughs> so, Always. Uh, the game is another one, among many other video games, Antichrist Satanic Propaganda, in which Dark the dark Demon, that water thing, gives you power to release others from that horrific prison called Heaven. If you know Bible a bit, there is a... Uh, firmament... Uh, what? Oh dear. Read it. Firmament. Firmament, uh, yes, that's that's not how it's spelled, but yeah, sure. Um, there's firmament and water above Earth, hence the water anti-gravity thing in the game. Re- this fuck, I, I shouldn't read off Reddit, is the point. Hence the water anti-gravity thing in the game, which, which is represented exactly, which represents exactly that. That's the word missing. I added some in. Uh, there is heaven from which a third of angels was cast out. Here they are represented by zombies and that blob thing. All with the help of the main protagonist, a little boy in red, who represents Antichrist. A secret ending reveals we are in control by who other than Satan himself. These references are spread in many other video games and media. It's just becoming really annoying at this point. It's just becoming really <laughs> annoying at this point. I, I, I ask bollocks to me, but okay. Right. Mm. So we're no closer. <laughs> well, we're never going to be closer, is the point. Because this game is yeah. so interesting. There is no... Answer is that yeah. I, I, I probably even even the creators don't have a a definitive answer. See, it's, I like it's that. intentionally yeah. ambiguous. So you get so far through the creative process and you're still going. I wonder what that's all about. Because <laughs> mm. I like I like the idea that if you asked any one member of staff, that they would all yeah, kind of have a different unique, answer. Yeah. And that potentially they're all the Reddit posters. <laughs> going, well, I think it's an allegory for um, you know tumors and yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, well, I think it's Jesus actually. You know. <laughs> yeah, no, I agree. I think it's it's an incredibly interesting game. I I love stuff like this where you spend half your time yeah trying to figure out something you will never ever find out. Anyway. Yeah, here, so. just from a gameplay point of view yeah. as well, is that there's so much fun. Yeah, and there's no. I think puzzle games can be a bit frustrating. Yeah. Nobody actually enjoyed Myst. <laughs> you don't want to have nice, that. But nice. there's no there's no sort of brute force puzzle solving no. in, in either of those games. You never just go around going, ah, oh, fuck it, right, put that on that, hit that with this, try this, oh, there we go, I'm through, and you don't really know what you did. So you could, you could stare at a puzzle screen for 20 minutes. I've did this in yeah. inside and it was not even one of the more difficult puzzles yeah. you, you know exactly what you need to achieve you know that the tools to achieve it are in that screen <laughs> somewhere and yeah. you just stare at it and suddenly you see it and you just go and seamlessly do it there's no trial and error 
not really satisfying ways of getting through no. things. That's very true. Yeah, never just like as well. Did you not um, know that directly underneath you there was a ladder that you can just use to mm. climb over the wall? No, no. <laughs> it's, it's just all in front of you. So. Yeah, true. Yeah, and if if when you do get killed by things, yeah, it's it's your own fault. Yes, there was always a warning or something. Yeah, you almost certainly like n- nobody aced it first time. Oh, no, everyone no. got ripped apart by those fucking dogs yeah. quite a lot. <laughs> yes. But, um, you know, there is, it is always there what you need to do. You just need to be able to see it in the right way. That first bit where you have to jump over the log. Yeah. Just that log. Oh, and if you, if you stumble, and if you, you stumble, keep going for like yeah. five or six paces, but you're just not fast enough. Yeah. I, uh, I have to say, one of the bits that really got me was how well animated the boy was. Mm-hmm. Um, he, he was far more of a, of a believable vessel. Um, than the limbo boy. With the yeah. limbo boy, you just kind of feel like you're compelled on a on a track. You yeah. know, you feel like you're playing a very bleak and very well um, thought out art directing wise game. But with him, there's that moment where you come out of the water through that. Uh, I think it's after the, um, the one of the first encounters with the with the siren, and you come out of the water up through a trapdoor. And the boy looks visibly shaken, panicked, and mm. kind of slumped his head forward and is breathing heavily. And you can see that he's, you know, he's genuinely scared by what he's just been through, but he's also relieved that he's now, you know, his biggest problem is now having to climb up a wall and swing on a chain in perfect timing to swing out from a door that he's just, you know, uh, it's um, he's he's very very good and very convincing. His his sharp his um his sharp reactions to things happening around him is also very good. When you're in that lift, mm-hmm. um, in the shockwave area, and it starts falling into the water, um, and actually that's where you come across the siren again, where you have to sort of trick it to one side mm-hmm. and one end of the platform so you can get to the other side. Um, you know he. Uh, uh, he he's visibly shaken by the lift moving down. You can see him. You can see him uh, sort of cowering and things like that. It's very cool. Yeah, it's, very it's cool. so well done. From a technical point of view, that must yeah. be so hard to do. Mm, yeah. Because at any point, you're you know you're incomplete. Something like if you think about something like GTA. Yeah. Wander up to a car, you hit the button to hijack it, and yeah. then it's just scripted from that point. Yeah. It's just going through the animation of yanking someone out of the car. Yes. Even that's hard enough to do and make look fairly seamless. Whereas mm. this was just, you know. You, you, even just walking along, the slightest change in the 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 incline that you're going up, everything's constantly yeah. changing and being adjusted. But you still are in perfect control all yeah. the time. No, very Absolutely true. Brilliant. Very very true. Is it, he's complete. The the main character is completely three D, isn't he? It's he is. In fact, the whole world is completely three D. Yeah. They uh, they used. I think it was Unreal. I think they used one yeah, of the Unreal, Unreal one of the yeah. newer Unreal engines to create that world. They they made it. They had to do a lot of uh, their own modding and coding on it. And then instead of just kind of keeping it as this is our way of doing it, they posted it online. Oh yeah, they've open sourced the whole. They just they were just yeah. like there you go. That's how we did it. And you just think, wow. This but that's, again, that sort of tells you that whatever their next game will be, mm. they're not going to go and do Inside Two. No. No. Blob Strikes Back. <laughs> yeah. With the same engine. It's going to be something. Yes. Blob new. two, blob harder. Mm. You know, it's not gonna. It's not. I, I mean, thank God as well. It would be 
fucking awful to play that blob again. I found, I mean, to be honest, out of the whole game, I found that bit, even though it was absolutely hilarious, I thought it was just a sort of a, a really jarring, uh, mm. it was a real jarring, uh, jarring of the tone of the game. Which is complete 180, wasn't it? Yeah, I was like, <laughs> you know, that, that bit where you get into the blob's tank and you, you swim up towards it and then you take off all your clothes and merge into the blob. And I thought, what the fuck am I playing? <laughs> What's yeah. happening? It's literally gone, it's gone completely batshit banana crazy. But then, so the actual, the playable blob bit, mm. it's, only, it's only like 10 minutes. Mm. Yeah, so it's, it's, it's probably, it's the right amount of time. It's got one of the best puzzles of the game. Uh, is the um, throwing the uh, the box on fire over the top of the sprinkler oh, system yeah. and catching it. That and that, like you can hear the the people in the blob going, "Ooh, ah, ah!" Yeah, 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 juggling yes. the burning box. Yes, really, uh, really annoying as well. That bit. Yes, played that over and over and over. Like you said, it's only ten minutes in, in real terms, but that bit took ages getting the. It's out of the fire, throwing it over. It took me ages to bit. time it right. I think it was a bit just after that. I think you've got to try and you have to try and sort of time something so you can get up over a ledge. Like, mm. It took me forever. But again, it's like it's just my fault for not spotting the right thing to do in the right order. So the thing is, there's that the the I mean, obviously, sort of timing wise, we're almost up up mm. to the hour mark. So we should probably think about yeah. stopping, but. Um, the title screen shows the boy with his face pressed up against uh, glass looking down on the entrance to the big chamber obviously mm. sort of foreshadowing his eventual mm. um, you know where he becomes one with the blob um, <laughs> becoming one with the blob sounds like having sex with a fat person it, well it's a euphemism <laughs> yeah uh, it's uh, it's very it's very strange that or someone on their period sorry becoming um, one with the blob yeah yeah um, um, we're talking about world building. Yeah. Uh, well, we sort of we, we touch on world building. Mm. That image is stark because he's so high up at that point mm. that for me that tank must have been built on purpose. Mm. So that blob is a creation. It's not something yeah, they yeah. found. It's definitely something they're doing. Yeah, or something they unintentionally stumbled upon, or something that they know he's coming for. Mm. Um, and that's the bit that always sticks in my mind is that visual is and in fact that bit you can completely miss. You don't even have to look out that window hmm. because even yeah, if you, you do go and back, look out that window, you have to back up to go and find something else anyway. So you you could you could never even have to look at it in the same way that you would never even have to um, look see the siren floating in the water hmm. hooked up. It's just a you know if you walked all the way that way, you suddenly come up it and that beautiful kind of humming scary music starts to look like you know the longer the note the mm. more dread yeah, you know yeah. and you think oh my god that fucking thing's there and then you go back and then it pans away from that side of the room and then the music's you know do, 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 again and it's all fine <laughs> is that the music is it yeah I think so <laughs> what is that it's Crazy Taxi isn't it Albert and the Tijuana Brass Band I love it. I, I honestly could just keep talking about it for forever. Yeah, definitely. Yeah, it's not wrong. I mean, it's about as good as it could possibly be. Yeah, it's hard to think of a way that you could really improve it, and it still be the same thing. Yeah, could totally play it again more. Oh, I could totally. I, I mean, I do. I keep going back to it. Mm. My favourite bit is undoubtedly the um, 
the bit where that fantastic bit of music that we played yeah. at the beginning, or will play at the beginning, hopefully. or potentially, hopefully, yeah. will play at the beginning. <laughs> um, if you, if you want to hear this particular bit of music, play through the game up to the point where you encounter the shop post for the first time. You'll know what I mean yeah. when you get to the bit, because having had not much more than incidental kind of atmospheric music, um, there is a moment where you suddenly work out how to do a timing puzzle yeah. to climb up to the top of a that was a bitch as well of a ladder which is which is a bitch but once you do it you feel like you feel like the man yeah. or the woman or the person yeah. um, the music that follows you when you first realise how to shield yourself from yes. the from the shockwave is just marvellous so hopeful and, and you finally I think it's meant to instil a kind of feeling of yeah, like confidence. It's, it's not all that bleak. You'll be all right. Yeah. 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 And then you get into that lift. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And, and then you disappear into the water below. Yes. And then you realize it. Yeah. It is pretty bleak. <laughs> and that's when you become hunted. Yeah. That's freaking awesome. So clever. Well, if you listen to this, still play it. It's, a, it's a, and you haven't played it. Still play it. It's great. Yeah. So yeah. And it is, it is one of those games that makes you go and annoy people by talking at them about yes. it. People yes. that you know haven't touched a console in 30 years yes. will go and try and pester to play this. Absolutely. It's, it's one of those ones that you, you... People that don't believe that video games are a form of art. We can get into that. Oh, I was wondering how long it was going to be gonna, until someone said that. <laughs> Hit the proper wanky button. <laughs> but it's, it's one of those ones that kind of says, they kind of are. There's, there's no difference in storytelling. Potentially, well, there's a lot of difference between storytelling between a film and a video game. But that's, that's my, one of my favourite things about games that they don't tell you mm. the story necessarily. So, like Half Life Two is the perfect. You didn't get told what had no. happened. You just worked it out from yeah. the environment. It it was a sort of visual, mm. non-explicit way of, of setting the scene. There was so no it's never explicitly mentioned in Half Life Two that the combine are draining the earth of the ocean. Mm. But you can see it. You can see where the waterline used to be. And, you know, you you get a waterline through years of the waterline being where it is. You get a mark. You get the green mark, the kind of algae growing and all that sort of stuff. The fact that there is nothing, that suddenly you, you have a really high watermark on the side of these docks and then nothing, and it's all yeah. turned out. See, so you know that something terrible has happened. The seven-hour war is just a thing it's that's such alluded a great to. Term. Yeah, no detail whatsoever no. about what actually happened. That yeah, the uh, the war was over in seven hours. In seven hours, they conquered an entire planet. You know, mm. horrendous. That you know, there's that monolithic citadel. With all the metal ribs, I mean that is that's phenomenal. I mean that's mm. that that is like yeah, is, that is a perfect example. And inside is a proud carrier, I think, of that torch of of kind of going. There is no definitive, you know. The Seven Hour War is what you make of it. Mm. You can only imagine what must have happened. How many people must have died during that conflict? How the, the combine ploughed the world with that with those synths, mm. um, you mm. know. And in the same way with Inside, what happened to drive the population into mind-controlled experiments? Or, or are the mind-controlled experiments what caused the problems in the first place? Who yeah. knows? And we can have an hour-long conversation about it, clearly. So, Well, yeah, definitely. Yeah. Whether cool. or not anyone's listened to an hour of that. Yeah, it? they've probably all gone and watched Big Bang Theory like I asked them to. So. Um, 
dude, what is your problem with Big Bang? Uh, you know, uh, say what that, it's got some is. jolly funny moments. Yeah. <laughs> it does not. It's bollocks. Yeah, I think good. I'll do one of my epic pipe watching videos <laughs> to Big Bang Theory. Ah, smashing. <laughs> oh, that's marvellous. That I would really watch is, that. That really is splendid. I would watch that. I made a joke about Halo. <laughs> yeah. Halo, Battlestar Galactica, Firefly. Ha <laughs> um, Anyway, yeah, we're going to wrap that up. So thanks for joining us, Russ. You're very welcome. Thanks for talking inside with us there. Top. Right, so thanks for listening. If you want to contact us, actually, we'll not do that right now. Facebook, we're on Facebook. Uh, Facebook.com uh, or, or you can contact us on Twitter which is at TM2MTOOH so yeah uh, see you soon thanks for listening uh, oh, well. we, you always forget there's also the website yeah, you, uh, oh, yeah. www.tmtooh.com yeah I've got the website yeah which just kind of sits there <laughs> yeah all of this is just kind of sitting there at the moment we're kind of in limbo let's call it let's call it a transitional period yeah uh, we're inside uh, a transitional period, so we're in limbo. I'm I'm inside Pidgey limbo at the moment. <laughs> <laughs> Fucking Pidgeys all over the place. Yeah, I know. Pidgeys around here. Yeah, man. Right, well, thanks for listening, guys. And uh, we'll be back soon. So, thanks. Bye. Bye. Bye.